Private Lender Podcast, Episode 123. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Will Rogers, who said, Money and women are the most sought after and the least known about of any two things we have. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Greetings, Private Lender Nation, and welcome to episode 123 of the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and I'd like to thank you for sharing your ears and your time with me today. If you're looking for practical tips and advice on private lending and how to keep your money safe, then you're in the right place. But if you want to learn from my mistakes so that you can avoid them and move past them, well, then pull up a chair and pour yourself a drink, my friend, because this podcast is just for you. Before I jump into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to a young man who sat next to me on a flight to Nashville recently. Uh, Blake is a young man who is leaving the world of commercial real estate to go back to school to follow his passion in broadcast journalism. And in addition, he has a great outlook on money and uh, not wasting it just because you can. Blake, it was a pleasure meeting you. Hold on to both your passion and your outlook on money. They will serve you well, and I wish you all the best. In today's episode, we're going to continue to explore the lessons found in the book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Today, we'll be discussing the third cure for a lean purse or a lean account, making your money multiply. But first, we need to do a little bit of housekeeping. Please join the Private Lender Podcast Facebook group. You can go to the show notes for, the, for this episode and, and see the link or just go to Facebook, search in groups, Private Lender Podcast. And if you're interested in becoming a private lender, but feel like you could use a little help or ha- perhaps someone to hold your hand through your first few loans, then you need to press the easy button. And you can partner with my friend Paul over at Ink Lending and fund their loans on properties right here in the greater Houston area in one of the most lender-friendly states in this great country of ours. That's right. Paul M. Nottos and his team vet the deals, underwrite the loans, and put your money to work for you and even service the loans. You can't get any more passive than that. So you can go to privatelenderpodcast.com forward slash Ink. That's I-N-K for more information. And now it's time for us to get down to the brass tacks of today's episode, which is the fifth installment from the book, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Samuel Clayson. We'll be discussing the third cure for a lean purse or a lean account. And like so many lessons in life that we should heed, the principle is quite simple, but we humans seem to have trouble with the execution. Now you can go back to the previous installments in episodes 114, 116, 118, and 120, but let's get down to the third cure. And I will read directly from the book. Behold, your lean purse is fattening. You have disciplined yourself to leave therein one-tenth of everything you earn. You have controlled your expenditures to protect your growing treasure. Next, we will consider means to put your treasure to labor and to increase. Gold in a purse is gratifying to own and satisfies a miserly soul but earns nothing. The gold we may retain from our earnings is but the start. The earnings it will make shall build our fortunes. How therefore may we put our gold to work? My first investment was unfortunate, for I lost it all. Its tale I will relate later. My first profitable investment was a loan I made to a man named Agar, a shield maker. 
Once each year, he bought a large shipment of bronze from across the sea to use in his trade. Lacking sufficient capital to pay the merchants, he would borrow from those who had extra coins. He was an honorable man. His borrowing he would repay, together with a liberal rental, as he sold his shields. Each time I loaned to him, I loaned back also the rental he had paid me. Therefore, not only did my capital increase, but its earnings likewise increased. Most gratifying was it to have these sums returned in my purse. I tell you, my students, a man's wealth is not in the coins he carries in his purse. It is the income he builds, the golden stream that continually flows into his purse and keeps it always bulging. That is what every man desires. What is that you, each one of you, desire, an income that continues to come whether you work or travel? Great income I have acquired, so great that I am called a very rich man. My loans to Agar were my first training and profitable investment. Gaining wisdom from this experience, I extended my loans and investments as my capital increased. From a few sources at first, from many sources later, flowed into my purse a golden stream of wealth available for such wise uses as I should decide. Behold, from my humble earnings, I have begotten a horde of golden slaves, each laboring and earning more gold. As they labored for me, so their children also labored, and their children's children, until great was the income from their combined efforts. Gold increases rapidly when making reasonable earnings, and you will see from the following. A farmer, when his first son was born, took ten pieces of silver to a moneylender and asked him to keep it on rental for his son until he became twenty years of age. This money the lender did, and agreed the rental should be one-fourth of its value each four years. The farmer asked, because this sum he had set aside as belonging to his son, that the rental be added to the principal. When the boy had reached the age of twenty years, the farmer went again to the money lender to inquire about the silver. The money lender explained that because his sum had been increased by compound interest, the original ten pieces of silver had now grown to thirty and one-half pieces. The farmer was well pleased, and because the son did not need the coins, he left them with the money lender. When the son became fifty years of age, the father, meantime, having passed to the other world, the moneylender paid the son in settlement 167 pieces of silver. Thus, in 50 years, had the investment multiplied itself at rental almost 17 times. This, then, is the third cure for a lean purse, to put each coin to laboring, that it may reproduce its kind even as the flocks of the field, and help bring to you income, a stream of wealth that shall flow constantly into your purse. So if we recap the lessons in the sequence from the book, you're beginning to increase your account value. And this is no doubt very satisfying to see it grow. However, if your money's in a savings account, then you are not earning very much. According to bankrate.com, at the end of March 2021, the national average for a savings account, interest earned on a savings account, was 0.07%, less than 1%. And while earning cash flow and saving a portion of it is but the first step to generating wealth, the third cure is to put each dollar that you have saved to work for you so that it will generate more money and more wealth. Then take the earnings and add them back into the account such that your earnings will compound. I'm a firm believer that this process should begin as soon as we begin to earn money and should continue until the day we leave this earth. This is the essence of compound interest. So for simple math, in today's terms, let's say you start with $100,000 in an IRA and you loan it out at 10% once every year. So the first loan will bring back, earn $10,000. So now your account is $110,000 when the loan is paid off. Then you incorporate the 10 grand earned 
an interest and he put it into the next loan. So your next loan amount would be $110,000. If you make one loan at 10% interest every year for 20 years, that original $100,000 will be worth $672,750. And that's even if you don't add any money into the account. That's just interest on top of interest. Einstein said the compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it, and he who doesn't pays it. Remember that he or she who understands compound interest earns it, and he or she who does not understand it will pay it. You can go to the show notes page for a table where I calculate that $100,000 at 10% over 20 years to get to the 672750 And you can also find the formula for compound interest, regardless of the time period, on the show notes page. This is episode 123. Please go and check those out, look them over, learn them, and incorporate them into your investment scheme. Here's the deal, folks. I don't charge money for this show, but there is a cost. And I would be extremely grateful if you would help me drive awareness to the show and get the word out by leaving me an honest rating review, primarily over at iTunes, because that's still the 400-pound gorilla in the room. However, I would love to have an honest rating and review at Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or whatever platform you're using to hear my voice right now. It doesn't take that long, and it's a small price to pay for the value that I provide or try to provide every week. And if you're looking to create a stable of private lenders or know people who have money but don't realize the power of private lending and compound interest, then please, please send them a text, an email, a DM. Send them the Private Lender Podcast website. Just introduce them so that we can enrich their lives. That's going to do it for episode 123. Just a few final thoughts. Remember to join the Private Lender Podcast Facebook group to connect, learn, be inspired, and facilitate discussions around private lending. And also remember there is an easy button to lending in the Houston market, and it can be found at privatelenderpodcast.com forward slash Inc., where my friend Paul and his team will put your money to work for you, vet the loans, and even service them for you. So as I sign off, I like to say in addition to self-awareness and mindfulness, I wish you safe and prosperous private lending, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.